Welcome to the Triple Confirmed Podcast, where we discuss Bitcoin price talk, trading ideas, and much, much more. I am your host, The Baked Potato, a six-year crypto analyst and crypto YouTuber. Today's date is October 16th, and this is episode 255. Hopefully, you guys are having a monstrous, marvelous Monday today. Wow, what a day. Bitcoin absolutely blowing to the sky, reaching into the $30,000 mark, which people had said, which was never possible. It will never come again. And we've done exactly that. So obviously, we've got some important things and a lot to go over today. Oh, let's get right into it. As always, starting off with our macro time frame outlook. What's happening over here on the weekly? Well, nothing but good things, my friends. Nothing but good things. <laughs> uh, we continue to see continuation coming off of our weekly triple confirmation. The what was trying to push money flow into the red and the wolf pack into the red have both been slapped heavily in the face. We are starting to see those turn themselves back up into a more bullish fashion. Volume potentially starts to shift on the next weekly candle close. I believe we're already starting to see it on the 12 day, the five day, all that go to kind of good stuff. Huge volume spike today, obviously with the false news that we did have come out this morning, but I mean, really precipice, you know, like, uh, I don't know. The markets were already looking in that direction. If you guys followed my update from the 1st of October, we were looking for the first zone of 28.5 hit perfectly. The retest of 27.200 hit perfectly. And then the push into the midterm macro level of 30. And we've done so. Everything so far has been absolutely lined up and we couldn't have asked for a better type of sequence. You know, midterm, short term level, come back down to perfect retest support. Hit the more midterm resistance level. And obviously reject off of it because ooh, false, false news. Well, I got a, <laughs> I got it. I got something to say to you, mister. The TA was already saying continuation, upside, good stuff to come. The midterm macros and the macros are all starting to shift in the right direction. Two week, potentially re-triple confirms as early as the next candle close in six days. We also have 12 day coming in at the same time. Seven bullish divergences in validation of previous downside TC. If it closes and confirms in 11 days. So some exciting stuff coming up in the macro stuff. The three week, two week, the one month, all starting to turn green again and bullish. A lot of people will probably tell you right now that liquidity spike, oh, grab, it's going to crash back down. I don't think so. I think that everyone who's sidelined right now is just going to be kicking themselves in the butt in two weeks. We know that if October is really good. November and December always follow up with green months as well. Every sequence in history that we've seen has done that exact thing. Uh, starting to move into our more midterm macros, two day, five day, that sort of thing. Obviously, I mean, like today's candle needs to set a precipice for the rest of the week. We The worst thing possible would be either tomorrow or Wednesday. We totally reject this zone of 29 Rejection, turn back down, retest into the lows of 27.5. I mean, as long as we're not closing below 27.5, I do see that this potentially just, you know, kind of plays around in the zone, squeezes a little bit more, and then finally pops. But better yet, we want to see pushes and continuation into towards 29 and or above. Um, basically, the four hour wants to see a close above 28.500, which we're sitting above as we speak. And as far as a daily is concerned, we would like to see a close above 29. That's going to put us above our super trend of the four hours, super trend of the daily and the 618 of the daily as well. 
So, I mean, a lot is coming down to 29K. We really want to see continuation of volume, continuation of momentum, build and push through that zone. If we're going to see obvious continuation into the next couple months, if we're going to retest into the highs of 31 and a half, 32, right? We need to get through 29 first. This is the most reasonable blockaded area that we have on the chart at the moment, right? Want to see closes above 29K, maybe up to 30, maybe retest, maybe continuation from there. Enough financial advice as always. But again, you know, we have so much momentum and just overall squeezing in this zone, you know, and I mean, we have a we have a great first volume candle here pushing into the zone. Again, tomorrow, we may push above it. By Wednesday, we want to see it holding and or closing above 29K if this is going to push into those local highs and or even more so, right, pushing through this whole zone of resistance, getting above 32. We've made it a point over the last like six to eight months that getting above 32K is the biggest and most important critical level that we have on the chart. Everything comes down. At 32,000. That's the biggest resistance we have in the more midterm macro type of environment. 32, 30 to 32 is the middle. It is the middle of the macro. It's the middle of everything, right? 15 to 30, 60 to 30. It makes sense. So, yes, we, we would want to see continuation into the next two days. We want to see this 12 day retrip confirm back up in 11 days. Like, there's a lot of stuff that has to happen over the next two weeks in order to keep us in this momentum and keep us going strong in order, you know, to push through this zone. But we have the starting uh, scenario stuff. Everything came in today as we wanted to see it. Um, obviously, you know, again, the FUD, I think just, just super increased like things beyond a point that was uh, reasonable as far as today goes. But we were already on this path. That's what most people are not going to see from like 26.8, 25.8. You know, things have been bullish. We've continued to form higher lows overall in environment we still have higher highs we still have lower higher lows everything's still precipiced and boiled to take a big step to the upside if we can get through 30 to 32 the next zone of confluent resistance is like 35 to 38 if we can smash that i mean 42k is right on the horizon you know there's some very very exciting stuff potentially coming into the new year if you guys didn't catch my video I believe last week or the week before talking about the two year cycles, you should head over there and check that out. It may very much excite you to know that from 2024 to 2026, the average of the candles should be up and up and up and over. That's just what we've seen historically. Two years bearish, two years bullish on average. And that's not going to give you the exact top or the exact bottom of the market. Usually tops and bottoms, probably six to eight months prior to the actual close of a two-year cycle type of deal. But if you look back in history, we've had two years of green momentum, two years of red momentum, two years of green momentum, two years of red momentum. The only deviation from that was the 2019-2020 cycle because the, the momentum went green almost eight months ahead of time. You know, price action did not follow suit. It wanted to follow the two-year cycle and it continued lower. The whole COVID crash and everything happened more than likely because we just weren't set up and prepared for that overall cycle to come into play. All right, let's get down into the more shorter terms. Four hour, six hour, what's going on over here again, right? Four hour really wants to see close is above 28,500. 28,200, you know, I mean, kind of sort of, sort of, but 28,500 seems to be the more local 
buy zone that we would want to see closes above. Um, we will be closing above super trend above 28200. So, I mean, as long as we maintain above 28.2, as far as the shorter terms go, more than likely, again, we, we should see candle body closes coming up and into this wick high level, at least for some sort of retest before rejection, retesting back down again, or to pop through it, right? The momentum, the macros are overall telling us that more than likely, if we are to get back into 30, right, we're going to test the actual like more midterm macro local highs. It just, it makes too much sense not to. Maybe the shoulder high, 30, 31, right? Or all the way up into 31 and a half, 32K zone. Um, but for now, we're targeting into that potentially around 30. One more time before making the next type of decision, are we going to reject back down to 28.5, right? Now that we're above the bullish control zone, if we can start to see closes, Know, that's going to be the most important level to potentially retrace back to and or not get back below um short short terms kind of starting to see a little bit of signs of topping out possibly money flow pretty flat and overall up still i mean that was such a huge jump in volume guys if you weren't paying attention to the exchanges like the institutional side of things coinbase prime alone went from 80 million in volume as of yesterday to over a billion in volume that is a 12 almost 1300% increase in volume on the institutional trading platform that is Coinbase Prime. Bybit volume jumped up, Binance volume jumped up like just across the board. But you know, what, what, what I want, you know, the more important thing to point out there is that the institutional side of things jumping back in. Huge volume spike as of today on that news. Yeah. So, I mean, again, a really nice, you know, set the precipice kind of deal event, even if it was false news. We still know that the ETF is more than more than likely still coming, right? This this happened within like less than 10 minutes. It jumped 10%. So, I mean, you know, when there's actual follow through, I really do think that this is going to get nuts again, you know, with a, a, with a really bullish green October almost always follows a green November and December at the least. We do see a pullback into the early next year, January, February more than likely a higher low more than likely by march april we'd be looking for that higher low converging wave to hit settle and look for continuation into the upside direction still from that if everything doesn't end up pulling back into the new year we may just continue on from december you know we'll have to see again what and who is going to sell it down obviously the higher we can get to in the shorter amount of time the more liquidity we have to grab up in that shorter time as well. I don't know. See my chat with potato in Discord. Hmm. See my chat with potato in Discord. That 7% move today. I really don't think it's priced in at all, man. I, re I really don't. You know, people like, I don't know. We also said a week and a half ago that, you know, honestly, where the stock market was, where the NASDAQ and the S&P were, we should have been trading closer to 30K already before all this news fudge shenanigans happened. Well, I don't know. The word thing moving on bitcoin short terms right be, be mindful you know we could be coming back down to 28.2 around this area today chilling here potentially stepping back as far as 27.5 to 27.8 um again as far as bullish control zone and everything in the midterm short term goes i would not want to see closes back below 27.5 start to close back below 27.5 we start to push things back on the daily um, we still have technically red money flow here, even though it is pointing up. We have a green dot. We have Wolfpack moving back into the green, right? Everything here, exceptional, still looks really good. 
huge invalidation if it closes above 27k. All right, so again, biggest thing for today, uh, I would like to see it close above 28,500. But as long as we stay above 27,500, everything overall should continue up momentum-wise. Um, again, we do not want to see this go to shit in the next day or two. As long as there's follow-through with volume and more momentum coming into the next two days, more than likely still the rest of the month and November and December are going to be green, not financial advice. Heading on over here to Ethereum. What do we got going here? Every, obviously, the, the rest of the crypto space has been severely lagged behind bitcoin today a uh, huge increase in the bitcoin dominance chart today almost a whole percent right so i mean and total three not really taking a whole lot of move it does seem like once we're above the overall macro resistance of bitcoin being thirty-two thousand, that's when i think altcoins will start to really move like you may see some pre-anticipation moves here and there over the next week or two but and you know or maybe month depending on how long it takes to get us up into that zone i'm not giving you guys a time frame on that it could take a month it could be by you know christmas time that we're actually into that zone of resistance but yeah the altcoins will rocket once bitcoin is above macro key level resistance the comfortability will start to set back in you turn the bots back on right because as of right now they're just kind of moving money back and forth there's not really a whole lot of new money coming into the space Right, so you can artificially inflate these altcoins by moving your ETH into Doge and then moving your Doge into Shiba and then moving your Shiba into, you know, ARB. Like they're just, you know, they're creating false volume essentially at this moment until we see new volume coming in, new money coming into the space, the total and the total three actually starting to take off. Right. That's when these altcoin gains will start to stick and start to really take off. And you guys got to be mindful, you know, sometimes these things. They pump 100% in a day. They retrace back to the 618, and then they really start going on a rally. So don't miss the opportunity. But again, I really think that until Bitcoin is above, like into the 30 to 32K zone and or above it, um, the altcoins really are going to lag behind. With that being said, looking at Ethereum here today, we had a nice little spike all the way up into the 1640 resistance zone. It seems to be kind of the middle of the recent channel downside price action shenanigans. Maybe a little bit spike above the mid, the macros. Still severely lagged behind Bitcoin. Still not looking great at all. Right, weekly still overall looking down. This is potentially set up to change in the next week if everything is continuing to push up. Um, being above that fifteen eighty five level, excuse me, that we've talked about. Uh, the midterm resistance level is. Probably the more key thing to deal with here. If we break ourselves down, we can see four day having a really nice doji potentially coming in. Money flow kind of starting to flatline, starting to pinch off. We're starting to see the signs of potential reversal here. Huge bullish divergences up on three day between our market liberator and our wolf pack. We have lower lows, higher lows overall, daily and 16 hour, same dealio. New bullish divergences bounce off the macro support line. Everything is looking good. Um, as far as ETH is concerned, being back above like 1625 now is the more important thing. We want to see the divergence pop, potentially reconfirm, re you know, uh, converging wave higher low at that point, somewhere along maybe in the end of October, November, to see any type of retest into the 1750 and or $1,800 region. Uh, once we're retesting into this zone, as long as we're not breaking back below, we're holding above all this 
what was hopefully resistance now support. And by the time we get to December, things potentially start to actually rip, right? Again, lining up with my thinking that potentially we're around those local highs of Bitcoin, 31 and a half, 32 by probably around Christmas time, second or third week of December, maybe the end of December should be in this zone and we should be starting to turn all this, what was resistance or support, resistance, all conglomerating in the same point at the same time into support and continuing from there, breaking out this massive macro descending wedge to the upside. I don't want to give you guys a target on this yet, but it's pretty good. It's pretty good, my friends. Yes, 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 yes. So midterm, short term, Ethereum, key level to beat and to be above here is 1620. Um, the shorter terms, we'd like to see closes above 1585. If it's going to get a chance to break back above this zone, we can see market structure uh, coming in at the same level of previous what was support now resistance because we broke uh, support resistance with divergence, right? It's much more likely to break back above and or find support and continue from there. So we think new bull market is locked and loaded. Well, again, it's not, you know, nothing's a hundred percent at this point in time. But with the way the macros are shifting, with the monthly turning back up, the weekly, you know, re-TC, like this is probably the best opportunity, a potential that we've seen in a long time, comparatively to the last couple lows that we've seen Bitcoin skipping along. Um, obviously, biggest volume and price action candle that we've seen in, right, like when was the last big green candle like this? 2023, June. Any type of any type of actual push up like this, right? This is what we would want to see coming into the 618, coming into that super trend if we are going to see continuation up and through it. Yeah. So again, we, we really need to see follow through. This was a really good hit today. The bulls got to keep on it. We got to see volume continue to come in. We got to see momentum continue to push in as well. We may end up getting that retest back down just to grab liquidity for taking that continuation step towards the wick high because I still think that we're going to at least see that retest of 29 to 30k if it is going to reject again we do form a lower high right super trend rejection it could get very bad and potentially still opening up into the sub 20 to 22k zone if we are to hard reject here in the next couple days right october right now looking very green very good we want to maintain it we do not want to start rejecting and losing these levels and shifting the midterm macro and the macro back down that would be worst case scenario Right. As far as uh, the NASDAQ and the S&P are looking today, they did end up having a pretty strong day. We came up about 150 points on the NASDAQ, the S&P coming back up about 50 points ish back into resistance. It does look like we're still sitting below key level resistance right now as far as both of these charts are concerned, opening us up to more short term rejection here, retesting back down overall, though. And our 16 hour and our daily are actually looking quite good. Potential for bouncing off the money flow zero line, the wolf pack zero line, getting another green dot, turning this downside pressure into bullish momentum. We see that our structure on the 16 hour is and fibs are extending all the way up into new all time highs. Uh, we did reject off the 382, right? So, I mean, yeah, it's going to be having to close above 1546 as far as the NASDAQ is concerned and as far as the SP is concerned. Looking for closes above 43.85 and or 44.29, 44.30. Something in like in such a so, more than likely still looking for overall continuation up. Not looking, not looking to. Um, US 10 year, Dixie, not really doing a whole lot consolidating. Still hasn't broken above 
level resistance hasn't rejected entirely. We're continuing to see rejection signs in the Dixie. Midterm macro, midterm, short terms are looking for rejection and more than likely continuation still. The downside, that key level of 105 that we spoke about in a previous episode, um, already retested once, could see it a second time. And I mean, the best case scenario for Dixie downside continuation here would be to break a lower low again around the 105.45 maybe come back and retest into the 106 reject right lower low lower high continue we've already got it technically this was a lower low as far as the previous low is concerned but it's not an overall lower low the medium term this is really really short-term stuff right short term will lead into the midterm and the midterm will always lead into the macro daily giving us signs of rejection as well money flow still hella strong we'll have to see how that plays out it doesn't seem like the cryptocurrencies really care at the moment what Dixie or what stock market's doing. Bitcoin's just kind of on its own little tangent doing what it wants to do. Um, Heading over here to total. Again, really not like a huge move. We did see a couple billion dollars pushed into the market today. Overall, really, I mean, as far as volume goes on the total, it doesn't really get me excited. It doesn't really do much for me comparatively to previous stuff. But if this is starting to turn up volume and volume continues to build, right? That's when things start to actually get exciting. Retesting into these local highs of 1.17. It's about $100 billion pushed into the space from here uh, to retest into those local highs. And getting above that pushes us all the way into the 1.25 type of zone. It's looking good, my friends. That's all I got to say. I mean, like, you've got bullish divergences, converging waves, hidden bullish divergence squeezing momentum you know cup handle continuation overall cryptos are just looking fantastic in my books with that being said as always these episodes are brought to you in part by triple confirmation head over to our website tripleconfirmation.com check out what we're doing our automated trading bot makes trading easy for you take out the sophisticatedness of looking at charts all day it's an automated decentralized trading bot service Again, that's tripleconfirmation.com. You can absolutely try it out for free uh, as of right now until beta is released, which is coming out very soon. So keep your eye on that. Uh, we've got very exciting stuff going into the new year with the project. Make sure you like and subscribe if you haven't yet already. Hit the post notification button so you don't miss a beat. Um, and again, if you guys want to join my personal trading signals service, you can check that out in the Crypto Yams Discord. If you want a link for that, send me a PM. I'll send that over to you. All right, my friends. Uh, with that being said, we are going to end the podcast portion of today's episode off. I appreciate all you guys for taking the time to listen over there on the Spotify, the Google podcast, the RSS feed, and everything else in between. We will be continuing here on the YouTube, so stick around. And I'll catch you guys on Wednesday. Take care. Bye-bye.